0: No more chains are binding me. I'm totally free. Hello, Faith Family, and welcome to another edition of Totally Free. It's the radio broadcast ministry of Free to Worship Ministries, now in Midway, Florida, where Pastor Ken Colvin is our senior pastor. Today, we're going to start out in Proverbs, the third chapter, the 13th from the 19th verse. Proverbs the third chapter, the 13th through the 19th verse. Wisdom. And it reads, starting with verse 13, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that gets understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies. I gotta get a pop filter here. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things that thou canst desire cannot be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all of her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retains her. The Lord by wisdom has founded the earth, and by understanding hath he established the heavens. Now we're just going to deal with this chapter we're going to go over a couple of points. And I know I got way too much information for this service, so I'm just going to deal with it and we're just going to cut it short <clears throat> when it's done. Amen? Yeah. So the 13th verse. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that gets understanding. How many people out there heard when he said happy is the man that findeth wisdom? Nobody's going to just stumble upon wisdom. Wisdom has to be found. Amen? Turn with me to Proverbs the second chapter 1 through 5. Wisdom has to be found. And it reads, My son, if thou will receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear into wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seek her as silver and search for her as hid he treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Wisdom is the knowledge of God. And it has to be found. But in order for us to find that knowledge, we have to seek for it. You see, but it's not just saying for us to just seek for it in the old kind of way. He said, seek for it as what? As silver. Look for it as gold. Look for it like like, like something that really matters. Look for it like he treasures. We have to search diligently if we're going to receive the wisdom that he's telling us will make us happy. If you cry after knowledge, if you lift up your voice, then wisdom Has to be found in order for us to do this, we have to seek diligently. Amen. Mm -hmm. But why would anybody want to seek for wisdom? What's the point? Why does wisdom make us happy? Why does godly wisdom make any person happy? Let's keep reading. Go back to the third chapter. Third chapter of Proverbs 14th verse. And it reads. Because the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver. And the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things that thou canst desire cannot be compared to her. Now, I want you to think about that. Listen to what he's saying. He said, All the things that you can desire cannot be compared to this godly wisdom. What is it the things, what are the things that you desire? How many people in here want a mansion? How many people in here want a a super sports car? How many people in here want a hundred million dollars in your bank account? Anything that you name cannot be compared to what you will get when you get the wisdom of God. There's nothing in this world that can compare he says that the merchandise of wisdom is better than the merchandise of silver you see when I go to Walmart I go in there and I'm looking to purchase something I need you to catch this in your spirit I'm going in there to buy something when I go to Walmart. There's something that I'm looking for. But in order for me to get what it is that I'm looking for when I get to Walmart, I have to have money. I have to have silver. I have to have gold. I have to have some kind of currency. In order to get my hands on the merchandise that they have at Walmart, but whatever it is, you see, because wisdom is not just something. According to this scripture, it says that this wisdom—it's a form of currency. Is something that can be used to buy something else. And the things that I can purchase with silver, money, cars, gold, all of these things, are not to be compared with the things that I can purchase with godly wisdom. Amen. What is it that I can purchase with godly wisdom? The purchasing power of godly wisdom is greater than the purchasing power of silver. It's greater than the purchasing power of gold. It's greater than the purchasing power of, of rubies. What is it that I can purchase with godly wisdom? You see, a lot of us, we have... Issues in our life. We ain't got enough purchasing power. You see, we need godly wisdom. America needs godly wisdom. But America ain't got that much purchasing power. Mm -hmm. They done ran out of credit. (laughs) A long time ago with God, me and Dent in China. Mm But we really, really in there to God. We don't got no purchasing power. Mm-hmm. There's things that we need that only godly wisdom can purchase. What merchandise can I buy with wisdom? Verse 16. Length of days is in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor. I can purchase that. I can buy that. With godly wisdom. I can buy length of days. I can buy riches and honor with godly wisdom. Last week, Apostle Kid came up and he taught on um the treasury of Solomon. And he talked about all the gold and all of the things that Solomon had. Solomon had a vast kingdom. And he talked about how the queen of Sheba had heard of his wisdom and how she desired to come and see what it was that God God was doing through Solomon there in Eden in Israel. And the Bible says that she showed up and that when she showed up, she was even more blown away than she could even imagine. And not only was she blown away by it, but she wanted to be a part of it. There was an honor that she had for him as a result of the wisdom that God had given him. Amen. And she wanted to sow into him. She wanted to give so that she could be a part of what he had going on. Those are proofs that godly wisdom produces. Length the days, it can be purchased with godly wisdom. Now, when I'm talking about length of days, I'm not just talking about uh, you live 95 years old and then you're walking around here hoping you don't break a hip or something. I'm talking about real length of days. Real length of days. I have come that you might have life and have life more abundantly. So that we don't have to stay here. Real length of days. Purchased by wisdom. What else can be purchased with wisdom? Let's go to verse 17. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. And all her paths are peace. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. And all her paths are peace. Is my life in turmoil? Is my life upside down? Are things out of control? Are my relationships out of control? Am I in and out of jail? Are my finances out of control? You see, he didn't say some of her paths are peace. He said all of her paths are peace. All of them. peace. So we're talking about once I get hold of this godly wisdom, I'm talking about I have peace now with God. I have peace with my family members. I have peace with my friends. I have peace with my supervisor at work. I have peace in my finances. I have peace in every area of my life because all of her paths are peace. You see, these are things that cannot be purchased with silver. These are things that cannot be purchased with gold. But only through the wisdom of God. Amen. All of her paths are peace. What else can I purchase with wisdom? What else do I get? Verse 18. It says, she's a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her. Hmm. And happy is everyone that retains her. A tree of life? Oh, somebody go with me. What's the tree of life? <laughs> You see, in the beginning, the Bible says that God ran Adam and Eve out of the garden. But before he ran them out of the garden, they was in the garden and there was this tree that was in the middle of the garden. And that tree was a tree that they could go to and they could eat from this tree and they'd be able to live forever by eating from this tree. It was referred to as the tree of life. But now we're looking right here. And after we've been kicked out of the garden to where we didn't have access to that tree, even though we don't have access to the original tree, the Bible says that the wisdom of God is access to a tree that I can eat from and live forever. I can eat and live forever from this wisdom of God. Verse 19, what else did he say? The Lord, by wisdom, has founded the earth, and by understanding, he has established the heavens. Wisdom was the first thing on the scene. Before anything was created, it was wisdom that was here. Every one of us needs wisdom. Amen. You see the Bible, it also says that wisdom is the principal thing. It's the principal thing. Which means what? It is the first thing on our list of priorities. There is nothing that any one of us need in this world more than the wisdom of God. And I do mean nothing. There's no higher priority. There's nothing that I can put before that. Why? Because wisdom, it establishes the heart. (coughs) There's not one thing that I can put before the wisdom of God. Why is the first in the order of importance? But before I answer that, let's just talk a little bit about the, the human mind. The mind is incredible. The human mind is absolutely phenomenal. While we're here, even while you guys are sitting there right now, you're looking at me. Some of y'all ain't looking at me. Go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> But whatever it is that you're looking at, what are you doing? You're taking in information through the things that you see. Your mind is always collecting information. It's always collecting knowledge. It's always collecting data. You're looking at me. What is your mind collecting? Oh, he has on a purple shirt. He has on blue jeans. He has on uh, white shoes. He has on a bead necklace. He's walking back and forth. He's standing in front of the church. Behind him, there's a stage. You can see all of these things. You're just taking in information with your mind. Phenomenal, right? But not only are you taking in information with your mind, but your ears are working as well. So while you're taking in information with your eyes, you're also taking in information with your ears. You're listening to everything that goes in this ear. You hear my voice. You hear whatever it is that's taking place around you. You're taking in more and more information, your ears, your eyes. But not only are you using your ears and your eyes, but your, your smell. Your not box. <laughs> You're smelling stuff. The brother sitting next to me probably should have hit that shower this morning. <laughs> The sister sitting next to me got a little bit too much perfume on. You're taking in information. So, what is it that wisdom has? What part does wisdom have to play in this? You see, what wisdom does is it tells the mind what to do with the information that you're gathering. Come on. Good. That's what wisdom does. Every person has a measure of wisdom. Some people have the wisdom of God, and some people have the wisdom of the world. Amen. amen. What are we doing with the information that we're gathering? Because the information, because what, what the wisdom of God does is it takes all of that information. And it takes it captive and it brings it into captivity and makes it subject to the law of God. It makes me do things that God wants me to do. It has to be received from God. Why? Because there's other things that my ego wants to do. There's things that my flesh wants to do. But the wisdom of God is what comes in and brings all of those thoughts. Every one of them. So even though I'm sitting here and I'm offended by the way this brother smells, I'm not just going to turn away and say, brother, you need to take a bath. Why? Because the wisdom of God will not allow me to do that. The wisdom of God is what we need to keep our thoughts in line. It's the wisdom of God. Somebody say the wisdom of God. 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 It tells the mind what to do with the information that it gathers. It prioritizes information. It focuses on and dismisses information that we don't need. It rejects information that we don't need. It steers us away from things that we don't need. Certain circumstances. There's people right now sitting in jail because they didn't have the wisdom of God. There's people right now laying in the grave because they did not have the wisdom of God they were taking in information and the Bible says that a wise man flees from evil, he departs but when that wisdom is not there there's always a willingness to take a risk in exchange for a little bit of satisfaction the wisdom of God that makes a person prudent what do I mean by prudent? I make decisions today based off of what's going to happen tomorrow. I can put off instant gratification in exchange for an opportunity to persevere. Amen. I can put off those things. Why? Because the wisdom of God makes a person prudent, and it orders your steps, it orders my steps. And it makes our lives easier to deal with. So it is the wisdom of God that we need to align our thoughts and once our, li- once our thoughts are aligned, then our world comes into alignment as well. Amen. It all comes together with the wisdom of God. Certain people I won't be around. Why? Because I can see that person now. I can see him. I can see her. I need to get away from that person. The wisdom of God shows me these things. Certain environments, it won't let me sit in the middle of. That's why it says that it does what? It preserves your life. It says that his wisdom is a buckler. For those of you who don't know what a buckler is a buckler is a shield that they used to have a long time ago and they'll be in the battlefield and a buckler was a shield that would go around your whole body and it'll keep you safe in the midst of a toxic environment and for those of us who haven't figured it out yet, this world is a toxic environment. And we need a buckler to keep us safe in the midst of this environment. Amen. His wisdom is a buckler it keeps me safe. Wisdom, it takes root in the heart of a person. It's this part. But not specifically this part. Why? Because the battle is fought here. In our minds. So when the Bible talks about the heart and the mind, they're talking about the same thing. The heart and the mind are the same thing according to the Bible. And now y'all looking at me saying, prove it." Jeff is up there saying something. I'm going to prove it. Turn with me to Hebrews 8 and 10. we got to be skillful with the word of God. Amen? Amen. He's just say something. Hebrews 8 and 10. And it reads, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws Where? Into their mind and write them where? In their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. Now turn with me two chapters over to Hebrews 10 16. And it reads And this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws where? And to their hearts. But before it said in their minds, it's the same thing. Why? Because what does my heart do? Here's the understanding. What does my heart do? It pumps life all through my body. I can raise my leg, I can wiggle my foot, I can wiggle my fingers, why? Because I have blood going to every extremity of my body, And my heart is in the middle pumping life to every limb of my body. Now what the heart does for my physical body is the exact same thing that my mind does for my soul. It pumps spiritual life all throughout my body. That's why we have to be careful what we hear. He said, guard your heart with all diligence. Guard saying online the other day and it was so profound when I saw it. He said don't be so thirsty for an opportunity that you drink from every cup that's passed to you. That's the way you get poisoned everybody doesn't have your cup to drink from so what do I do I have to get back into the word of God I have to get back to the wisdom of God because there's so many people out there that's leading people astray every day. Leading them astray. Leading them astray. Leading them astray. But I can't be led astray if the wisdom of God is here. Where do I get it from? I get it from the scriptures. I read my word. When Jesus was hit with the same temptation that Eve was hit when he did what? the word of God. He didn't say the Lord revealed it to me that that's the devil talking. He said, wait a minute. I know that Joyce is speaking contrary to the word of God. The word of God was here. And the minute he spoke, he said, wait a minute. No, 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 no. It's speaking contrary to the word of God. It's speaking contrary to the wisdom of God. So he was able to stand in the day of temptation. You see, but a lot of times we run into trouble because we get caught. Look Looking, looking around. really profound to me was when I looked at the book of Genesis and I saw where it said that Eve's eyes weren't even open until she ate from that tree which makes me know that it's not as important what you see with your eyes as it is what you hear with your ears the word of God is not seen it's heard amen Jesus said the kingdom doesn't come with observation it's known by the word it's what you hear which means I have to read my bible a little bit more why? because when we look in the book of revelation it said what? deception was going to be the thing that was going to take place in the end deception But how did he deceive them? It said that he was able to deceive the people that were on earth by the sight of the miracles that he was able to do in the sight of peace. They saw the miracles. Looking with their eyes. We have to learn how to hear We have to learn how to hear. Why? He said, listen, he said he said when the antichrist comes, he said that he's going to look like a lamb. He's going to have two horns like a lamb. But his speech is going to be like a dragon. He's going to look like the right person. And if all I'm doing is looking at him And I don't have the word inside of me, the wisdom of God, to compare that to. Deception is inevitable. Be careful how we hear. We have to be careful how we hear. My message is pretty much over. But last verse I'm going to do is Proverbs, the third chapter, the seventh to the eighth verse, Proverbs, the eighth to seventh chapters, the third chapter, the seventh to the eighth verse. I have some more stuff I wanted to get into, but we'll, we'll do it next time. Again. Amen. Proverbs 3, 7 through 8. And he said, What? Be not wise in thine own eyes. He said, Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. <clears throat> Why? Because it's going to be health to your neighbor. It's going to be health to your neighbor. It's going to be marrow to your bones. A lot of times our eyes they work against the wisdom of God. A lot of times it's what we see that causes us to stumble. The Bible says there's a way to man which seems right. But the end of that way is destruction. So then we need to fear the Lord. We need the fear of the Lord. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Be not wise in your own eyes. Get the wisdom of the Lord inside of you. Why? He said it's going to be health to your navel. Everybody in here has a good navel. You touch it. You touch it. Make sure you wash your hands. Everybody in there has one. We all remember what that was for. It connected us to our mothers. It connected us to our mothers. What did it do? It gave us health to our bodies. It gave us nutrients to our bodies. The wisdom of the Lord it was, gives us spiritual health. It's what connects us not to our mother, but to our father. The wisdom of the Lord connects us to the father. And by it, we get nutrients. We get strength and we get health to our spiritual life. And if our spiritual life is healthy, then it will overflow into our physical. Amen. Amen. Somebody give God a hand clap of praise. You. No more chains are binding me. i totally hope you enjoyed today's message and invite you to fellowship with us at our new location. That's 32319 Blue Star Memorial Highway in Midway, Florida, 32343 where God wants to meet you midway. Until next time, faith family, be blessed and remember, in Christ you are totally free. No more chains are binding me. I'm totally free.